What is going on, nerds? Welcome back to the A Nerd Like Me podcast. I'm Corey Allen. I'm here with Aaron McGahey. What's up, brother? What's going on? What's going on? Oh, you know, just keeping it real, being nerdy. Um, <laughs> keeping it real nerdy. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I think we uh, yesterday we tried to get ourselves in a little, a little. we might be in a little over our heads. I think we are. Yeah. Um, it, it was a bit much. Yeah, so for you guys that don't know, Aaron and I uh, picked up um, some Stormtrooper armor. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and it was a great deal. We couldn't pass it up. Yeah. It's something that the both of us have always wanted to do. And um, it's kind of funny. Like, we kind of got it out of the box and yeah. started looking at it. And yeah. We were doing good until we got all the parts spread out. And we started looking at the different pieces. And we were like, which one of these parts goes to the other part? Yeah, because <laughs> everything's kind of in half. Yeah, if you guys exactly. haven't seen the Stormtrooper armor, it basically, like, it's not a, something that's Unless you spend a lot of money on a kit that's pre-constructed, right? You have to build this. You have you're building it. So basically, they just ship you um, the suit and the pieces as they come out of the mold. Yep. So the pieces are vacuum formed, ABS plastic, and um, that's just how they come. So yeah, the, the helmet, a, for instance, was in so three many, pieces. Yeah, so many different pieces. Yeah, you know, all the leg pieces are in two pieces. Yeah. The arm pieces are in two pieces, and you've got to basically, you know, trim everything, um, put snaps on it you put nylon straps on it you gotta get it all glued together yeah i did not think it was going to be this much work i i thought maybe yeah we'd have to do a little assembly but you i mean it's like i have have a lot more respect for stormtroopers now yeah because it's 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 almost it's not quite like making it from scratch obviously but i mean it's about as close as it gets yeah i mean all are all we got are like stamped pieces of plastic yeah we have to paint things you know put the details on things we have to like put connectors on stuff and actually strap the parts together oh yeah like, i we mean it's literally no have to build this suit of armor and we got to looking at it and i was like well and the other thing is since it's you know a it's expensive to get these pieces yeah. by itself and B, you can't like buy them separately, right? So you know it's something that we when we sat down, I was like, man, we got to be careful here because right. we fucked this up. Yeah, we like, like I can't afford. Yeah, another we can't suit. like just run that, run down to Walmart <laughs> yeah. and get another. Oh, well, I messed up my right bicep piece. Right. Can I get another one? No, no I mean that's not no. going to happen. You want a whole new suit? We got yeah. we got we got we, whole suits. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so um, we decided to reach out to the local chapter of the five hundred first and yeah. kind of great guys. Um, yeah, just be like, hey, you know, we're new to this. We we need help, you know, because yeah, we yeah, we're, we're in like I said, a little over our heads. I'm <laughs> not. Um, it's kind of funny because you know when it comes to like working on cars, I'm, I got that down pat. There's literally nothing yeah. that scares me. You can be like, yeah. hey man, we got to take my engine out. I'm like, cool, yeah. okay, we got let's it. Do it, we got yeah. it, right? You know, to start tearing into it. But you start looking at this. You give me craft, crafty stuff in general. If you're like. <laughs> I want to make a scrapbook. I'm like, bro, that's too much. <laughs> I can't do that. No, that's, you know. Yeah, I, I'm a bit the same way. Like, uh, with weapons, you can give me pretty much any type of weapon, and I'd figure out how to... Take it apart, take it clean, apart it, yeah, clean it, put modify it, it. Any problems with it, I can definitely fix it. Any breakdown like operations, but I'm sitting here looking at all these plastic molds, and I'm like, I'm about to fuck this up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm 100%, man. Um, so, yeah. I mean, I'm super excited to get that together, though. Um, obviously, once we do that, we're going to have to... We'll probably... Um, not tell you guys, but I'm, I'm assuming we'll probably show up at one of the group meets. Of oh yeah, it's going to be. You know, <laughs> yeah, it's just There's going to be some stormtroopers at Rec Bar. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that's our Maz Eisley Cantina right there. We'll see if uh, we'll have to see if we can get uh, Tony to um, play that music. Yeah, it should be hard to do. <laughs> nah, we can we can get him to do it. Yeah. So yeah, man, what else been going on? We got the stormtrooper armor. Yeah, that and you know just run around trying to make things happen with the group, maintain momentum. I mean, yeah, I've absolutely. been talking to our partners, and uh, you do that at least once a week, right? Yeah, um, my first day off, I usually try to take that entire day to run all over the city and make sure I do a face to face. Yeah. With all of our POCs for the different businesses. I just want to let them know that, you know, we're still here. We're still driving. We're still on mission. Uh, look at me on mission. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, let them know that we're, we're still active, you know, and right. they appreciate seeing me. You know, I, I think I'm up at most of them at least once a week. Sometimes. Oh, they for sure appreciate it, man. Cause it, I mean, it lets, lets them know you're not just there. Like, right. You know, I mean, it, if you just approach somebody once and say, Hey, we want to do this. 
Right. And then you never come back until you need something right. or until something bad happens exactly. or, or whatever. Just even just lose that, like you said, the momentum. I mean, yeah, it's yeah. all about well, just keeping that, building that relationship. Right. And you got to understand that they have their own thing going on with their business. And so they're probably. We're on the, we're on the back burner. So, right. you know. Right. I mean, but the only way to stay relevant, the only way not to get put on the back burner is to always stay in the forefront and let them know you yeah, i have energy you know i have i'm in it to win it you know i'm, yep. not, I'm not a casual partner <laughs> you know well uh yeah i mean i think it it shows and um uh, speaking of our partners uh cardinals moving this week yeah cardinal game is moving um so i don't really think that's group, group yeah group news not not it's not really group news not but, really um just something news for them um so it's like, super exciting i'm looking forward to their new space they're, they're and, only going to be about right down the road from where they are now bigger space it's on new cut right yeah much, yeah much bigger space yeah yeah uh t- i mean only just for gaming tables they're gonna have 2200 square feet yeah so yeah, there's there's like yeah, you can do whatever you yeah. want there. I mean, yeah. and um, you're not going to feel cramped all or kinds, all all kinds of gaming. Look at all the floor space. So much aerobics in here. So many activities. So many activities. <laughs> Is that Step Brothers? Oh, you know it. <laughs> <laughs> so much space for activity. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm super excited. You know, uh, we're getting our weekly thing going up there. We're going to be playing some games. Now, uh, that is that is some that is some groupness. We we already talked about though, haven't we? Uh, do we, I, I thought I mentioned we, the last. I week, think we did mention it in the the last. So yeah. Um, so uh, I guess we'll you know get into the the thick of it. I got something. Uh, it's not really nerd news, but it's nerd discussion. So I'm going to throw it up here. Um, saw somebody posted a in the group, and they said. Um, one of these must go in all the history, and it was Superman, Captain America, Batman, and Spider Man. No, yeah, no, not no. What do we no, got? No, who you who you knocking off here, bro? Uh, I'm telling you right now, I'll find whoever made me choose this and, and knock them off. How about that? Whoever posted that needs to be knocked off. No, you got to choose. No, they're too iconic. Why would you pick such iconic people? That's exactly why you picked because it's got to be a hard decision. Yeah, exactly. I'm not. I'm, it's not a hard decision for me. Really? Who Soups. You? Peace. Why? Because, man, I just have never identified. Like, he's just OP as OP, fuck. OP, yeah, he is OP Like, it's just, there's fuck. no fun. Yeah. Like, he has yeah. no character. Like, oh, Kryptonite. Yeah. Like, that's just, okay. I don't know. Okay, I'm and, with you on that. I will get rid of Superman. And, and, and just, there's... I, I, I can't just, I can't relate to Superman. And I never... So, I'm, I, I didn't grow up reading comics in general. Right. So, most of my exposure to superheroes has been through um, either cartoons yeah. um, or movies yeah. or things of that nature. So... All the movies of Superman have absolutely been garbage. No, nah, I mean I wouldn't say they're garbage. I mean, come on, it's really hard to, relatively speaking, it's really hard to explain a lot of those movies, like why he watched his dad, his stepdad, or dad, whatever, get destroyed by a tornado when he clearly he could, could he have could, saved. Yeah, him. I mean that's what I'm saying. I don't know. It's just yeah. everyone I've watched, I've just been disappointed yeah. in, I guess. And I think there's so much potential to do cool stuff with that character. It's like, what do we? Yeah, I but don't know. Anything they do, like. If he he is pretty OP, I'll agree with that. Because, See what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah, I mean to me he's just yeah. kind of boring. Anybody yeah. that's too OP is just like, yeah. you know, going in, oh, he's just gonna, yeah. I, oh, here's what's gonna happen. So this is like the every Superman freaking story. Mm-hmm. He's gonna whoop up on everybody's ass. Mm-hmm. And then somebody somewhere somehow has got Krypton or Kryptonite. Batman. Yeah, but you know what I'm saying? Batman, I'm Batman. I have kryptonite. That, but that's like the only way <laughs> yeah. they've limited themselves so much that yeah. that's the only way every single Superman story yeah. can go. And it makes it pretty. It's not. It, yeah. It's not entertaining because you know what's going to happen. Like yeah. you're, you're all if if either he's not going to be in like threatened at all, mm-hmm. and it's going to be just him winning, which isn't any fun. Hold on, if you shut him off from the sun, is yeah, he I mean, still good to go. I don't. I don't know. That's what I'm saying. It's just. Yeah. There, there's some small things, but I just feel like it's in not. General, it's not very complex how you would get no. rid of Superman. Like, and there's just to me. I mean, I guess the family adversity. Um, there's some there. You can't get rid of Batman. I will say that right now. No, no, for yeah, sure. Like, because he he's just a fantastic, very complex character. I agree. I mean, not getting rid of Spider Man because I love Spider Man, and uh, yeah. And who's and the other Captain one? America? You can get rid of Captain America. I don't really give a shit about him. So you'd get rid of Captain America? I, I, I can't really relate to him. Just like with Superman, I can't relate to him. Just, well, I guess. Well, Captain Mr. Before you're in the military. The drugs, before the drugs, I could relate with him. 
being you know the guy who stands up to the bullies and so so i guess i could relate to his personality but as a superhero like he's just so nice and so like truth and justice and don't cuss everybody and i'm like yeah like those uh, uh, those, what uh man what movie was after the after credit scene was captain america doing little infomercials that shit was funny. Was that was that Winter Soldier? It might have been, okay. but that, that or Civil War or something. Was, but <laughs> I don't remember which movie it was, but those. Were oh, hilarious. it was probably uh, it was probably the first one because that's when he was doing the War Bonds stuff. And, I don't know. I don't uh, remember. It was an after the credit scene yeah. though, um, and it, it always cracks me up every time I watch it. Um, so yeah, you're going you're going with Superman or Captain Pick. Superman. Okay. Okay. I'll Good. I'm glad we agree. Yeah. I'll throw Superman. We can agree on that yeah, one. And, yeah, and there's yeah. going to be some people. Yeah. <gasps> oh, I can't believe you started superheroes. Super, yeah. I don't care. We would have. You're kidding me. The, the concept of superheroes yeah. would have come. Like. Yeah. It's not like we'd have been, if there wasn't Superman, we'd yeah. still be here 60 years later. Like, <laughs> oh man. So you know, we never just thought of superheroes. Right. Superman was not. You know. Yeah. He, he didn't lead to all this. I yeah. Mean, and he's just. He maybe started the mass. Way too op. And I hope that. Um, I don't know. I, I don't we need know. to get a patch, and he needs to be nerfed. Uh, nerf him? Because then he's really not Superman. I know. I'm just and joking. Then it makes it easier for me to get rid of him because he's going to be... Then he's really going to be boring. You know, because <laughs> he he has that bravado about him. You know? Yeah. I, he's Superman, and he... He's confident. Yeah. When, yeah. He, when he shows up, he's just, like, staring at people. Like, he's, it's not like Batman makes moves, you know? <laughs> My favorite thing about moves. Batman is, like... Um, it's just like the fear that he incites in people. Yeah. And, you know, they did a really good job in, in the more recent Batman movies about, like, when Batman's going to infiltrate somewhere, yeah. like, people just start disappearing. And, pe- well, and yeah. you know, there's yeah. other thugs yeah. walking around like, what well, the, where, except, where'd he go? <laughs> except for when he shot, like, 90 people in the opening scene. I know. We, you got to get over that, No, man. Batman doesn't shoot people. I'm not getting over it. He picked up a gun and shot everybody in the room. It was a different time. He wasn't <laughs> in Gotham. Different. There was a future. There was an apocalypse. All shit's going it's on. His, it's like the foundation of who Batman is. He doesn't shoot people. One, because... Uh, but de- that's a different world. They're lit. They're, it's, a, it's a hypothetical yeah. future situation. You know what it is? Is is that new guy Ben Affleck? It's him. <laughs> it's not. It is. Yeah, Ben Affleck was like, "Look, I'm going to be Batman, Listen, but I'm, I'm going to need to shoot some people." <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's it, but we'll, we'll go with it. I'll take it. Um, all right. <laughs> I just wanted. To, I was curious what your take on that was because yeah. I thought it was a pretty good. Yeah, uh, little... Goodbye, Superman. Nobody cares about your feelings. <laughs> um. Okay, so what else do we have? We, do we have some nerd news for the people yeah, this week? What uh, we got? Ant-Man and the Wasp is yeah. coming out um, this weekend, right? Yeah, this this Friday probably. Yeah, yeah this Friday. Yeah. Um, and that looks pretty cool. I had, I didn't see the first one, but this one looks like something I'm going to go see. Well, I'll tell you what. the uh, It's one of those things where it was a, the first one was a really fun movie. Yeah. Like, but I, the, the character, just I can't take it seriously. Like, yeah. Uh, Paul, you know Paul Rudd is just yeah. not. I mean, he's not. I mean, I guess he fits the character. Well. No, I don't think he's a bad actor. I just think he he doesn't seem like a superhero to me. Well, he's not right. He's an antihero. He's supposed to be like this criminal that got jammed. Yeah, I know. Yeah. But even then, he doesn't seem like a criminal. Like Paul Rudd's a goofy. Like right. he's, he's well. I see him, and I was introduced to him through Civil War. Right. I see him as this like this meta who just got jammed. Yeah, kind of like the government's like do this or else you're yeah, going yeah. back in your cell. I mean that's what it is. Don't yeah. get me wrong. Yeah. I mean there's not I mean he did a good job. He's a, he, I mean he played the role really well. It's oh, just yeah. it, for me him being a superhero which is like you said it, it maybe my perception of viewing it's wrong. Maybe mm-hmm. I need to view him more as an anti-hero like you're talking yeah, about. Yeah. Um but it was a really I've, it was a really fun movie. It was funny um the special effects and like his power, the way right. he uses that, is really cool and yeah. stuff like. And, the, and same, the previews for this, the oh, yeah. the wasp. I mean, there's yeah. some they're doing the some wasp cool is stuff. Bad ass. Yeah. Did you see her throw that uh, Hello Kitty Pez dispenser? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then make it get real. That was pretty cool. Yeah. I so like, I, I like the part where he's talking to the guy who created the suit. He's like, "You gave her blasters." It's like, "Oh, that technology wasn't around when you made my suit." He's like, "It was." <laughs> <laughs> No, yeah, that yeah. that movie's really good about the humor. Yeah, they, all, they do it yeah. really well. Um, so yeah, I mean, I'll, I don't know that I'll go. See, it's one of those movies like I don't know that I'll go see it like this weekend. Yeah, unless I'm bored, but I already feel like I have a ton of stuff going on. So 
Um, you know, it's one of those things I'll probably see. I don't even, you know, in a week or two when it like, comes dur- out on like Netflix. during the week. I mean, I, I might go on like a Tuesday when it comes out on Netflix. <laughs> no, because that'll be like three months. Yeah. You know, um, if we're bored on like a Tuesday yeah. when it's like five bucks or something, right. you know, that's that's kind of the thing I'm thinking catch with. a matinee. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's what's up. <laughs> no um, kids. No. Yeah, man, that was the most frustrating thing. You know, I loved Infinity Wars, um, but we went to see that twice. Or maybe three times. I can't remember. One of the two. and um, But every single time. It wasn't the first three or four weeks that film was in theater. It was like freaking packed in the theater. Oh, yeah. And it's like, man, this is... It was like that when I went to go see uh, Black Panther. I saw Black Panther three times. Every time I went, packed. And, it, you know, packed. that that's cool because it's like fun to... Yeah, that the movie's that popular, and, right? But at the same time, sometimes you're like, same time I want y'all to go away. Yeah, I'm I'm trying to be in the theater alone, yeah, guys. Yeah. Um, Why do you want to be in there alone? Well, you know, <laughs> I, I'm just not a, I'm not a kids guy. So, yeah. like uh, one time we saw Infinity Wars, and there was literally this guy that and his like toddler was just screaming. I'm like, dude, you should not bring kids to the movie theaters. No. I'm saying there should be a rule like if your child is under two years old. Why are they in the theater? Yeah, they're not going to remember the movie. No, it's it's because they're too either they can't find a sitter. I hate to be this way, negative. <laughs> they can't find a sitter, <laughs> or get or, chased out of town. <laughs> yeah, or they can't afford one, or they don't they don't want to pay for one. Which right. I agree, I don't want to pay for yeah, a sitter. But I either. don't want to hear that. Kid I know, but here's screaming. the thing: I don't want to pay for a sitter either. But here's yeah. my solution: I just didn't have kids. Yeah. <laughs> so, so you know, the problem is when you do that, you're stuck with these things, and unfortunately, you can't. <laughs> you you just can't do the things that you used to do before you had. Kids. They go find you. That's fine. Ass. Come they find me. Find but they can't do anything because they can't find a sitter, so they can't. I know. I mean, I just, you know, but it's frustrating because I shouldn't have to suffer because, look, right. I, know, I know you want to see the movie. Cool. Or maybe have kid hours. Like, you can bring your screaming children from. No, kid hours? Yeah. From... Ain't nobody got time for this. <laughs> no, no, no kid hours. <laughs> All right, moving on. Yeah. No. <laughs> so, in other nerd news, um, something that's kind of been uh, getting talked about is a Super Dragon Ball Heroes yeah. uh, little anime. Yeah, that's a, that's weird. It's, it is a little weird. I'm, I think it's a promotion for a video game. Oh, so that makes sense. And it's not really like a... Tonight. I watched the episode and not I, storyline. It, 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 it is, doesn't attach to anything else. Does I mean, it? it looks like uh, the Goku. I mean, there's Beerus. We see Beerus yeah. and, and um, Whis. Whis and yeah. and Goku and Vegeta wearing their super caps, Capsule Corp logo oh, gear. Is it Capsule Corp or is it Whis logo? It might be the Whis because uh, there's one with a. It's like a curly symbol. That's Whis's symbol. I look like Capsule Corp. Okay. But if, it looks yeah. like a C. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Oh, no. It could if be. it's a C, it's a C. Uh, um, but I know that when they started training with Whis, he drew on their armor with permanent marker of that Whis symbol to show them how weak, how slow they were and how fast uh, yeah. he was. Yeah, this looked like it was a, like the white C with the black C. You know what oh, I'm talking about? Oh, that's Capsicore. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah, that's, that's what it that's is. Bo- that's Bulma. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, I, the, anyways, so it looks like that, you know, the, the heroes yeah. from. The super yeah continuity super same blue super same and he yeah Goku you know they so basically they get transported to this prison planet and um uh to find Trunks some some guy comes and gets him and says hey Trunks is in trouble we need your help and then uh, Goku from Dragon Ball GT shows up the furry guy yeah Super <laughs> Saiyan four which you know I, I, I'm not really honestly I could I haven't watched all of Dragon Ball GT because. Yeah. It just, I didn't think it was very good. I so. didn't watch any of Dragon Ball GT. It's just, it's just one of those things where I feel like you could skip the whole GT series and be, well, just, you can. Fi- and be just fine. Well, you can because it's not canon. Right. So that's the other thing is like, I watched a couple of them and I'm like, man, this, the first couple at least yeah. are not very good. It yeah. didn't like, you know, you watch Dragon Ball Z or something, it, yeah. it pulls you I've in. Never, you're you're never, a couple episodes right. in, you're like, I'm watching this shit. Right. I never heard anybody say, oh, have you seen and, Dragon and it's, Ball it's Z It's mostly GT? the guys that are hardcore fans of Dragon Ball Z. Yeah. And and until Super came out, that was the next thing. I guess so. For a long well, time. So it, it was if you're looking it. for new, you know, if you've watched yeah. all of Z and you're like, I need more Dragon Ball content, right. 
you watch GT. Well, and then and now we have that Super a, though. That was so, that elitism stuff where they could say that they watch something that you haven't. Yeah, but it, that's probably part of it. Yeah. You know, and maybe somebody likes it. I don't know, and maybe I need to give it a, a more of a fair chance. But now you know I have what they even, can do the people who like it. They can send us a question at a nerd like me media yeah. at gmail.com. <laughs> they could. Um, <laughs> I told you I'm plugging it. I'm I know, plugging it. That's fine. Um, yeah, shameless plug. But so. You know, anyways, we see Goku from Dragon Ball GT, and um, you know the kind of the two Gokus fight. So you see, why are they fighting? Super because they're Goku, yeah, and that's what they do. They're like, oh, look at his energy. I'm gonna be this. I'm gonna see if you know is he stronger than me. I'm gonna let some fighting. And and I don't know. It's kind of honestly, the plot seems kind of there's. They're making it's a stretch. Yeah, you know, it's like yeah. oh, we're just doing something well, for the purpose well, of doing it. It was just a promotion for their yeah. video game, right? So I don't, I don't know if this is considered canon. That's something. That's oh, something no, I, I no don't way. know, but no I hope, not. I certainly yeah. hope not. From what I've seen yeah. so far, yeah. Um, because I think we're supposed to be getting a movie for Dragon Ball Super yes. later this year, right? Yes, yes, I cannot wait. Yeah, that'll be it's that'll supposed be. to be the uh, origin story of the Saiyan race, correct? Uh yeah, there's supposed to be something like yeah. that. Yeah. yeah. Which obviously anything with Saiyans in it I'm cool with. Oh, Bring yeah. on the Saiyans. Oh yeah. Um I the Prince of all Saiyans. <laughs> <laughs> uh okay, so uh what else? And that's all we got pretty much for nerd news. We should move into this week's review. Review. Hey, 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 take it easy, man. Allow me to introduce myself. My name is Cork. I'm kind of like the leader in here. Over here. Pile of rocks waving at you. Yeah, yeah. I'm actually a thing. I'm a being. This is my very good friend over here, Meek. He's an insect and has knives for hands. <laughs> so uh, this week we're going to talk. Him. about Yeah, I know it's hard not to. Uh, hey guys, hey, 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 how you doing? I'm the, I'm the leader in here. Uh, you know, a crazy theory about uh, his his uh, backstory is that he says that he lost the the. Not the re- the rebellion. He lost the rebellion because he didn't make enough pamphlets. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's paper beats rock. Oh yeah, rock paper scissors. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah I'd read that too. Actually, yeah. now that you bring that back up. So yeah, yeah guys, this week we're going to talk about Thor Ragnarok. Thor Ragnarok. So yeah, this was uh, it was a really good movie. Um, oh it yeah. Was, um, for entertainment value, it was really up there. This is one yeah. of those ones that I've yeah, and it been had able Tessa to, like, Thompson in it. Yeah, well, all right. <laughs> yeah, you calm down. Um, that was half the entertainment value right there. Maybe for you. Uh, know where your head's at. So oh, well, it is. No, where, no shame. Where no it's shame. supposed to be. Yeah. Um, but this is one of those ones where I'm able to like I've watched it a few times. Yeah. Um, on Netflix and whatnot. Um, because it's just really entertaining. Yeah. Like, very. It's, very complex, very deep, and it gives a, a lot more background into the origin of Asgard itself. Yeah, you get to learn a little bit more about Thor's family. Yep. Um, and one of the things, I don't want to give like a plot summary, because mm-hmm. um, we don't really have all the time for that, but you know, we do get to see one scene where Hela, Thor's sister... Yes. Um, she lays is, bare. It, huh? She lays bare like all the truths about yeah, Asgard. Yeah, yeah, because you, know, you have this idea, and, and honestly, I did too, right. not having read many of the comics yeah. or much of the, the lore, so I'm going up what I know from the movies. Right. Um, and you think Odin and Asgard's kind of this righteous utopia. justice. Yeah, utopia. And, and she's they, like, are, they, are, they are guardians of the nine realms. Yeah, the... And, and but, you don't know how they got the nine realms. No, the nine. Yeah, they just like it. Kind of, you just assume that they they were theirs. Yeah, yeah. Okay, they, the, the rightfully so. But no, it no. Turns it turns out, out that they murdered everybody yeah. and took the nine realms. Yeah, um, very good social commentary. <laughs> it is, um, but yeah, it's kind of. It's nice to see that, like, you know, she's kind of almost like she's showing Thor, like. Yeah, here's what your family is really. Yeah. Here's what you don't know. Right. You know, I was here. Father locked. Hey, it's kind of even weird that he locked her away. Like, yeah, it's kind of really after like, he got what he like wanted, Odin, though. Yeah, I know that's what I'm he saying. He stopped like, in nine realms and then he locked her up. I'm like, that's terrible. Yeah, it's it's almost uh, it makes me like when I you think about Odin, I'm like, I I don't know if I like this guy anymore because he's like, I'm gonna go conquer all these realms. Yeah. Do all this bad stuff. Slaughter. Then I'm gonna I'm gonna lock the person, my daughter, the one my, who your daughter, me, the one that helped me do all this. Yeah. I'm gonna lock her up. Right. Well, she didn't want to stop either. Well, yeah, but still, yeah. I mean, it's you created that monster, yep, bro. Sure you did. you reap you what you sow. Turned your daughter into a weapon. 
Yeah. So, I mean, but, I don't yeah. know what he expected, but, you know, we get to see some really cool interactions in this movie. We get to see Thor interact with Doctor Strange. Yep. Um, in New York, and uh, we get to see Thor and the Hulk go, go at it, yep. go toe-to-toe. They go toe-to-toe on that uh, trash planet. Yeah. Um, yeah, Sakaar. Je- yeah, Sakaar. Jeff uh, Goldblum is the Grandmaster. Grandmaster. He's like, you know, he's he's the emperor, yeah, really. Yeah. Like, uh, you know, we were talking about this before, and Aaron made the very the clever, like, comparison is very roman that yeah planet. It's, it's like a roman there's a lot of poor people there's a lot of you know they're they're scrounging they're yep. um that kind of thing and then you have the grandmaster it's very wealthy and but he's got you're now meeting the grandmaster yeah he's got yeah. like this coliseum yeah that's keeping everybody kind of tied together yeah. and under his control and almost, they so really. all of his captured uh people fight in the gladiatorium um, yep. And if you beat the champion, you get to live a better life. You don't necessarily get to go free. No, no. You're still property at that point. They they don't use the S word. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, I mean, uh, and then you get to see, obviously, after, you know, all, after all that good stuff that we've already gotten to see, then at the end mm-hmm. you get to see the final throwdown with, um, with Hela. Yeah. And... Uh, the Valkyrie Tessa Thompson yep. is, is uh, yes, she's fantastic. <laughs> she does a very good job of uh, being pretty, in, being in the movie. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, we get to see kind of the the throwdown of a god, yeah. so to speak. We and, also get to see Thor be challenged with a lot of different things, such as you know his connection with his power. We get to see that mature, and we get to see him mature his idea of what Asgard is as well. Yeah. Because uh, he has a vision with Odin, and Odin yes. pretty much keys him in on, hey, man, yeah, this is our planet, whatever, we were here, right. whatever, but that's not what makes Asgard Asgard, right. it's the people. It's the people. You no, know? so take it somewhere else, and we'll still have the same thing. Correct. You don't need and to hold He tells him about, like, because Hela destroys his hammer, and uh, he's kind of, he's kind of impotent without it because he has the wrong mindset he thinks the hammer is the source of his power but odin reminds him he's like are you the god of hammers <laughs> no. i mean that'd be kind of cool <laughs> he throws hammer hella, hella <laughs> throw, she throws swords so why yeah why can't he throw hammer <laughs> but yeah so he realizes that the source of his power is within and uh we see um, bruce banner struggle with his connection to the hulk um, yeah, because he's afraid he had been the Hulk so long yeah, on Sakaar that he was afraid. Yeah, two years, I think. Two years. Um, I think that he was afraid that he was never going to come back. If, yeah. he, if he turned into the Hulk again, he was going to be stuck as the right. Hulk. Right. Um, which, like, uh, you know, I, I wouldn't be totally disappointed with. <laughs> I, I think I know you empathize with I, Bruce. I think I like you're Bruce. Too, you're too nice. I, well, I just wanted to see the Hulk smash. I, I, I understand. <laughs> I understand his plight. Well, yeah. I mean, it makes sense, right? Yeah. You wouldn't want to lose yourself to that. But, right. Um, Be a freaking rage monster. As a movie fan, you can keep the Bruce Banner just as long as I get the Hulk. <laughs> yeah. um, I'll just take the Tessa Thompson. And then uh, we see... Uh, <laughs> 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 yeah, uh, we, she we, needs a solo movie. I wouldn't be surprised if they give her I'm one. I'm just saying. She needs an origin I wonder film. If she, she'll probably... <laughs> <laughs> she uh-huh. needs a series on Netflix. Oh, is that what it dedicated is? Dedicated to her and her role as she grew up through the Valkyrie. Okay. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if we saw something like that, though. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I mean, we saw, you know, uh, what's what's his name? The uh, the Executioner? I don't, I don't remember his I name. I think his name was the Executioner. I don't know. I'll just call him the Executioner. We know who he yeah, was. Yeah, but he's got his two. Uh, the M16A2s? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Dis and Troy. Yeah, Destroy. <laughs> Um, so he he redeemed himself, which is a nice little yeah, story. Yeah, because he betrays everybody. It's a nice little mini plot, though, that he yeah. kind of comes back yeah. and, and gets to redeem himself. And at the end, he uh, I guess because he was hiding inside the refugee ship, and everybody else was outside fighting to protect the refugees, and he saw these gladiators that had just got their freedom yeah. fighting for these people they didn't even know and dying, and that kind of set off the inner warrior in him, and he jumped out of the refugee ship with guns those, blazing yeah, with those two uh, m 1682 okay so i know he's as guard and everything but those two rifles he had i looked at the magazines those are five to ten round magazines and he shot at least a hundred bullets and never reloaded He's got them Asgard magazines. Hey, I, you know, <laughs> they can shoot lightning and, right. and yeah, I guess, control the bifrost. I, guess I mean, so. is it? I don't know. Yeah. He's got some magic M16s, yeah. whatever. Yeah. Um, but also, with Thor loses his eye. He's uh, that's, Oh, yeah. 
You know, he gets... Uh, he got that thing plucked on out. Yeah. Now he looks like his hella daddy. Wasn't, hella wasn't playing. No, now he looks like his daddy. <laughs> <laughs> um, but in their fight, too, you know, you see Thor realize his true potential, and you, um, yeah. you get to see him... He smacked her with the biggest lightning bolt I've ever seen. Yeah. Fatality. <laughs> <laughs> Just like right, my boy Raiden, yeah. like we were talking about. Yeah, uh, Raiden. Raiden. <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah, it was. I mean, it was like I said. In general, it was just a really entertaining movie. Yeah. I enjoyed it yeah, from it start to finish. The comedic value with Korg, like we played at the Korg beginning, was fantastic, fucking hilarious. Yeah. Um, every like every hey line. Uh, it's, it's kind of funny because like you're saying, the way like he talks, it's kind yeah. of like pieced together. It's yeah. not. He's not very direct. So you didn't really know what he was going to say, and he doesn't seem too confident in anything no, he does. No, so like you know, he just start, very mediocre. He, yeah, he just start talking like, "Uh, hey," and as soon as <laughs> as soon as that, I was like, "Man, it's going to be good." Yeah, I don't know what he's about to say, but it's going to be funny. He sold the show as far as comedic relief. Yeah, and that usually goes to Loki, but he did a way better job. Yeah, I agree. So, um, yeah, I thought this was a good movie, and I mean, you know, of the Thor movies, it's certainly my favorite. That's for sure. Yeah, of the of the Thor movies, yeah, it's my favorite too. For sure, it Hand, definitely hands felt, down. felt way more epic than the others. It did because it gave us a lot of background information that we didn't know before. Yeah, and, and it made you almost, you know, Thor struggled. Like it was, there was a lot of turmoil. Well, you with saw his a lot character. of you. You really did. Just about every hero in there had a a uh, internal conflict. Yeah, Thor with his power, uh, Loki with his position in the realm. Uh, Odin himself with passing on and letting Hela back out. He, you know, he yeah, had to come he, to face with his right, demons too. Right. Uh, uh, we talked about uh, Bruce Banner and the, the Hulk. Hulk yep. Um, uh, the Scrapper and her struggling with actually being an Asgardian and a Valkyrie. Yep. Um, everybody had some kind of internal conflict that they had to overcome to help. Yep. So yeah, I mean, I was like I said, I was really impressed with this one. And um, if you guys haven't checked it out, hopefully we didn't ruin it for you. We probably did, but it's oh, been out for a while it's now. Been so. out, uh, you know, that's another thing that kills me. The movie be out for four four weeks, and people be like, spoilers. "Spoilers! Go watch the damn movie!" Yeah, like what are you doing in life where you you can't find time within a month to watch a movie? I don't want to hear it. Um. Yeah, so uh, don't really have much else to say on that, so we're going to move on to our character breakdown. Character breakdown. Character breakdown for this week is going to be Master Roshi from oh, Dragon yes. Ball. Which is, a, you know, he's one of those characters who's he's iconic, right? Oh, yeah. So um, if, if you watch Dragon Ball Z, you know, I mean, you can't. Not he's the me. old man with the walking stick and who the, always the turtle wears shell. turtle shell and he always wears vacation shirts like yep. those Hawaiian button yeah. ups. And here's the thing. If you've only watched Dragon Ball Z, mm-hmm. you probably don't really know much besides he trained Goku yep. and Krillin at some point. Yep. That's really, you know, in Dragon Ball Z, they don't really go much into Master right. Roshi. You see more of that in Dragon Ball. Mm-hmm. Um, Dra- Dragon Ball is where you're going to find most of your your lore, your, Roshi yeah, lore. or just yeah. in general, really for the world and then a lot of the characters. You're well, finding a lot of that backstory in Dragon. That's Ball. That's where they place him significantly, be- just because he trains Goku. Goku. Yeah. yeah, and he teaches him, you know, his iconic moves of Kamehameha. Well, and he gives him Nimbus. I mean, there's you know a yeah. ton of stuff. So, yeah. so Master Roshi is a martial arts master. Duh. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, he was the first person to climb the Tower of Corin, and Corin is said to be the god of martial He's arts. He's a little white cat. That, yeah, the uh, little white has gives a sense of beans. beans. Yeah, so. and so it took him once he climbed the tower. It took Master Roshi three years to catch uh, Master Corin, and one, once he caught him, he handed over the sacred water, and the sacred water is what gave him his speed and his stamina uh, to allow him to. Gain the kind of power he needed to fight the kind of uh, people like Piccolo. Right. Remember King Piccolo back when oh, he yeah. was evil? Yeah. Yeah. So that and an uh, interesting fact about Master Roshi is that he was 344 years old. Bro, I mean. He's meditating like nobody. That turtle. I mean, it's a turtle <laughs> yeah, life. That's right true. There. That's true. Uh, but he's most known for training the Z fighters, uh, Goku and Gohan. He also trained Krillin, but Krillin... Did he really train Gohan much? Yeah, he did. Yeah, he trained Gohan. Sure did. Everybody trained Gohan. You're right. He got you. Yeah, because yeah, uh, <laughs> his dad was dead most of his life. That's true. Yeah, so everybody... Piccolo, my man Piccolo, definitely put his time in. Um, <laughs> if anybody gets child support, it should be Piccolo. Um, <laughs> so, you know, Master Roshi is hundreds of years old. He was trained by Master... 
Mutai- Mutaigo. Okay. Uh, and uh, Matt- Master Mutaigo is the one who um, taught Master Roshi a lot of his, like, characteristics, you know. I'm, and I wonder if that's where he got his perversion. I'm not sure. No, I think he's just that creepy old he's guy. He's a dirty old man. He's a dom, yeah. a dirty old man. <laughs> uh, but... Uh, like we said before, Master Roshi is the person who gifted Goku with the flying Nimbus, yep. which you can only ride if you're pure of heart. Um, and he taught Goku the signature Kamehameha after Goku... Learned uh, it himself. He learned it himself in a matter of minutes. It took Master Roshi years to, to learn it. He uh, knocks over a car. Yeah, well, he was just imitating Master Roshi. You know, he was just Im- mocking his movements, and he ended up creating the Kai Blast. Yep. Um and so he decided he was going to take him under his wing and train him after he saw that. And also, I will have to say this, Dragon Ball Super, Master Roshi held his own in the tournament oh, he, of power. He stepped up, man. Against, against some of the most powerful beings in all the universes, Master Roshi is known most for his wisdom and his trickery. Um, because he he cannot overpower are he's not stronger than any of the opponents who showed up, but what he has is years of experience yep. as a fighter. Well, and we didn't mention, but Master Roshi can kind of power up and he can. Yeah, he gets he gets yeah. buff as hell. Yeah, and they say he, he's the most powerful human, but even more than Krillin. Krillin, I, I think Krillin's probably got him still. Not not to not to put this too much on Krillin, but Krillin is a monk, right? Yeah. He doesn't have a nose. He breathes through his skin. And he learned that uh, as a monk. And so he's he's able to breathe through his skin through his training. And he can create a destructo disc. There's no other human that can do that. He developed that Kai Blast at, you know, on his own. And so it's like, I don't know. I'd have to say Krillin's probably the I would, most powerful. Yeah, yeah. Like he doesn't get a lot of credit because of his personality. But he's still a pretty bad little dude. Oh, yeah. Especially when you piss him off. I mean, he dies uh, like all the time. If it weren't for Krillin... Goku would have never beat Frieza, so... True, that's true. I mean, he's a great distraction. As far as humans go, he's the most powerful human. <laughs> I, I would have to say yeah, so. Yeah, most um, So, yeah, Master Roshi, uh, he's, he's cracks me up. In Dragon Ball, and he... Uh, Bulma and Goku are looking for the Dragon Balls. Yeah. And Master Roshi has one. And he trades, I think... Uh, Bulma for a, her, one of a pair of her panties. Yeah, yeah, because he's a dom. He's a dirty old man. He is. He's and a dirty and, old man. And even in well, the, but Dragon Ball uh, Super, Super. Yeah, there's a lot he, of that. He trains for the tournament by having that shapeshifter. Yeah, is Puar. Puar. Yeah, the shapeshifter turn into a attractive young female, and he <laughs> spends like. His training time, trying to get over his perversion, yeah. which helped out because the heroes from the Love Planet, um, yeah, were trying to turn that against him. Yeah, um, so yeah, we just uh, Master Roshi is somebody that you're probably familiar with. Yep, if you've seen Dragon Ball Z, because yep. most people that you know, if they watch some of that series, they've watched Dragon Ball Z, yep. and they've watched Dragon Ball Super. But maybe a lot of you haven't gone back and watched Dragon Ball to actually learn yeah, like, who our, is Master yeah. Roshi. What's what's his place? Yeah, what's his place? And what's uh, his story? What's that guy's story? In Dragon Ball, guys, if you haven't watched it, it's real goofy. Oh yeah, it's not nearly as um, <laughs> it doesn't have the same epic like right. hardcore feel that Dragon Ball Z does. So right. it's definitely worth well, because watching. Goku's a kid, and he's yeah. Around I mean, it's a, great. Don't yeah. get me wrong. I mean, it makes sense, mm-hmm. and even even for the time when the anime came out, yeah. It was a little more fun, you know, mm-hmm. in the 80s, I think, than in the 90s. Things got, like, a little darker, a little more serious. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I mean, if you haven't watched it, guys, I definitely recommend it. Just don't expect, don't like, what I don't want you to do is go back and watch Dragon Ball and be like, oh, this is going to be like Goku versus Frieza. Because it's not <laughs> no, like that. No, it's not that. Um, but it's a lot of fun. And you get to obviously see your favorite characters when they were kids. Yep. And get to learn more about their backstory and how they grow up mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff. So. Mm-hmm. Um, that's it. That's all I got for our character breakdown. breakdown. Okay. That's the breakdown. So, um, guess it's time to talk about this week's Game of Thrones episode. The group watch. Got watch. Bum, bum. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, we've got uh, episode two of season one of Game of Thrones this week. Yeah. Um, Another good episode. Um, you see a lot of things really start to materialize in this episode. You know, obviously the last episode was more just uh, general, 
like here are the characters kind of right. thing, and you saw some right. things getting like you, you. We start to see them interact with each other, yeah, and we can kind of see how these relationships are going to play out, and a lot of the fundamental conflicts are built. Yeah, and you start to just like you can see like the stuff start to ferment almost yes. like yeah the you know the the problems that you're gonna have yeah. the conflicts like well, you said. Uh, so starting out, we see um, the Targaryen. Yep, Daenerys Targaryen with Khal Drogo, and we see her, you know, just kind of helpless. You know, yeah, she's just like helpless. She seems dead. In her, yeah, you know, I mean, she's just, just absent, going almost. with the flow of things, and it's not like she's just she's there because she has to. She's be. just like a pawn or property or something. It's just not a good look. And right. her brother is like just running around smiling and talking about his dreams of grandeur and how he's going to he, get this throne. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And then I mean, and then you see. Um, Basically, you see Jon Snow, yep. and he's decided to take the, the black, pl- the, the black, the, the mm-hmm. pledge for the black to go up and be a part of the Night's Watch. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, I think he makes that decision for a couple reasons. I think he's close to his uncle Benjamin, who's in the Night's Watch, yeah. and he's kind of always thought, "Oh, it's an honorable thing." For a lot of people, they see the Night's Watch as like a punishment. Right, right. You go there because, because you have to, but yeah. I think because John has seen his uncle and has seen what well, like, I think it has a lot to do with him being bastard too. Well, I was going to say that too, but I think he's, he's in also there with the Starks, and they all see him as kind of like this. Well, everybody like, does, not just yeah, the Starks. Yeah. I mean, if you're a bastard, it's right. not just your family that treats right. you that way. Yeah, it's everybody. Yeah. And so he, he he wants to make a life for himself. He wants to make a name for himself. And he, he can't find glory underneath the Starks. He just can't find No, because he's always going to be that second-rate person. Right. And his mom doesn't like him because he's the symbol of... Uh, her father's infidelity or her husband's infidelity, correct, right? I mean, correct. Um, to have to live with that, I mean, I mean, it's got to be tough. It's got to be sucky for him, and that's probably his main. Uh, I feel like that's his main motivation for taking the black is that it'll give him an opportunity to become somebody iconic. Yeah, and I mean, I, I can't say that I blame him, and especially like I said, I think my point in saying what I said earlier about him seeing his uncle is he's been able to see the part of it that a lot like that is glorious. Well, yeah, that because is righteous. His uncle Benjamin is an iconic. That's People, what I'm saying. The so whole he kind of looks, look, look, right, yeah, looks up yeah, to him. Yeah, you're so right. for him, it's not just this, oh, I'm going to go up here and live with these criminals. It's, right. I'm going to go up here and, and guard, like guard the realm yep. from all these bad things mm-hmm. and be on that front line and, and, and sort of like that. So, um, yeah, you get to see kind of that. You get to see him interact with Tyrion a little bit. Yeah. And Tyrion, um, you know, we start to see a little bit more into his character. Because yeah. in the first episode... Very witty. Very witty, and um, you, you know he kind of is portrayed in the first episode as just like this drunk womanizer. Yeah, and and you know he's obviously intelligent, but yeah. it, and now it, it shows him more of a drunk, um, less of a womanizer. But it really does allow you to see kind of like his the mindset. wheels. You can see that he is not all the surf like the surface right. that you've seen of him being a drunken womanizer you see that there's some intelligence and some wisdom behind yes that. yeah and at one point john asked him hey why are you read why do you read so much yeah he said well you know when you look at me what do you see yeah but on top of that i mean it, it, the summary of that conversation mm-hmm. he ends up saying you know a book is is to the mind like a whetstone like is a whetstone to a sword, is to a sword. Yep. so you know he's his strength is not that he he's obviously a dwarf so yeah. He's hurt not only in image but mm-hmm. in stature. He's not going to be a warrior, yeah, so he can. At least he can do is outthink. But he's got to outthink everybody. Yep. And um, and he's doing what he has to do yep. by reading and, and keeping his wits sharp. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that sort of really is the first time you get to see like where Tyrion might go, and he's not just going to be this comedic relief. Right. The whole series where he's right. just getting drunk and messing with hookers and mm-hmm. stuff. He does plenty of that, don't get me wrong. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. and then um, we see um, the Stark family, yeah, um, and they're going through their... Grief, yeah. Grief of um, um, Bran. Bran, Bran yeah. being pushed out, well, they don't know. Falling, what, they just falling think he falls, out, right? Yeah. Um, him falling out of the tower and him being in a coma right now, and um, his his mom is just not... Not well, doing well. It's not, and I mean, understandably, right? Yeah. But especially because it's something for, from her perspective. It's something she told him. Hey, don't climb, don't climb, don't yeah, climb. Yeah. Then he did it again. Then he does it again. Ends up hurt, and she's right. like, "This is exactly why." I said, "Don't do it." I said, "Don't do mm-hmm. it." Um, but at, in the process of her being by his bedside, 
he's a, he someone attempts to kill him not once yeah. but but twice and, right and catlin kind of fends off the fight oh that was a hell of a fight attacker yeah, yeah she, she held that knife with her bare hands yeah and damn and bit that, the shit out of him yeah and the um, freaking dog came out the dire wolf the, the really dire saves wolf. the yeah. day um ripped that dude's throat out oh yeah oh yeah and uh you know that kind of keys her in. Like, why yeah, would like, someone try and kill my paralyzed son? Yeah, they got like he's that an, fell out of a window. He's like, obviously an assassin, right? And he's then they, not just well. They find the 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 blade, the dagger that he, the assassin had was Valerian steel, and the handle was made out of dragon bone. Very expensive weapon. Yeah, it's not just like a, a beggar, you know, yeah, a common person. And so weapon. that that was a that was a key that it was a gift from a very wealthy person. Yep. So um, she kind of brings her sons and and the maester up there together mm-hmm. and says, "Hey, I think some shit's going down. Mm-hmm. Like, I think somebody's trying to." Somebody yeah, this doesn't. None of this makes well, sense. She goes up into the tower and does a little investigating the tower where uh, Bran fell, and she finds a golden hair. Right. She finds that golden Which, hair. Which, who are the only one. ones that have golden hairs? Yeah, the Lannisters. <laughs> Lannisters. La- Why do I always say Lannisters? I don't know. And it, like I said, it's so funny to me because <laughs> it would be different if we were talking about a book where you just read it yeah. and in your head. But they gonna, say their But name. they say it yeah. in the show. So. Still, it's like, uh, it's weird. It's kind of like uh, in Avatar and the the mother, it's a bit of a tangent. Anyway, but the mother, is, she keeps calling him Jake Suley. Yeah. But she's never seen it written down. She literally heard him say his name. Right. And it's not Sully. It's Sully. <laughs> and so it's like, why do you keep mispronouncing it? You heard me pronounce it. Right. So it's kind of like that. But the... the <laughs> L- Lannisters. Lannisters. You can do it. I'm proud of you. Lannisters. Hooked on phonics. Word attack. Get those vials. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, so she kind of starts... Understanding there might be a plot against her family. And it has something to do with the Lannisters. Right. And um, and then we see Ned and Robert heading back to King's Landing. Good old frat boys. Yeah. They, I mean, <laughs> it's kind of cool to see their relationship because, yeah, you know. They're buds. Um, I can't imagine what it's like to fight with, you know, you know what it's like to fight in a war with, with people. Yeah. Um, but in this modern setting, but even... Like, oh, back you, know, you then, mentioned would, while we were I watching, would hate it. to be in that kind of combat. Right, that's what I'm saying. But, <laughs> but see, how much stronger would your bond be with guys that you were literally oh, like, yeah, you would pulling it. their sword out of some you dude's do, chest type yeah, of thing? You would do anything for those uh, those people. I mean, it's a lot different from you know firing rounds together across the battlefield. From you know, you guys are back to back swinging swords. That yeah. is some real. That's some bonding <sighs> shit right there. Yeah. Um, so you see their relationship, and one of the things I thought was so funny is they stop like on their trip and they have like a picnic. Yeah, and but it's so it's so kind of like this just keys you into the like inequality of the time where like oh everybody damn. else in the military, everybody else in that caravan is just standing around. Yeah, and Robert and Ned are sitting there suck. in this nice field with like this feast laid yeah, out in front of guess them. Guess who's not getting any of that feast? Them, yeah, them. all the guys doing the work. <laughs> is, you know, yeah, you, um, you eat your jerky and keep your mouth shut. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, so yeah, they're talking about. You know, uh, old stories. Kinda. Yeah. Well, that and uh, uh, Baratheon is pretty convinced that there's a war coming. And well, he, he because they're keyed in on the well, fact getting, that Daenerys is married, called Drogo, right, and that her brother is plotting to come back, right. And Ned and doesn't think that they're going to be able right. to get he's ships. He's worried that they're going to cross the sea because once they do that, then everybody who hates him is going to join them, right, and then he's going to have real trouble on his hands. And uh, Ned pretty much just, you know, comforts him and lets him know if they cross, we'll just push him back into the water. <laughs> and, you know, well, uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, good luck with that. But, yeah, he's, you know, pretty convinced <laughs> that there's going to be a war. And, yeah. and he's warning Ned, like, yeah. this is coming. I don't know who we're going to fight, but some shit's going to go yeah. down. And then we see the children. The children, which oh. is kind of, you know, yeah. My now least favorite person in the world. Joffrey. Oh, my God. I hate him. Yeah, especially this this episode kind of is the first real peek you get into who Joffrey is. She should have stabbed him. She should have I mean, just ran him she through. Saved a whole lot of people, a whole she lot of trouble. <laughs> no spoilers if you're uh, ever watching for yeah, the first time. But, but uh, yeah, so um, Aya is playing with Arya. The, Arya. Arya is playing with the farmer's boy. Yep. And uh, the butcher's boy. 
and they're playing swords and Joffrey and Sansa Sansa show up and they're obviously drinking, which is weird. Um, well, he's you know, I mean, he's trying to assert his Dominance. His, not his dominance, but his like privilege. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. and you know, Cassante at one point says, "Hey, my father only lets me have this much." And one, he's like, "One glass." He's like, "You're a princess. My, my princess. Yeah, we'll do whatever the hell she wants." Yeah, exactly. And you know, I'm like, "Oh, you mother, right. sit down." Right. You know, but, but uh, so he Joffrey approaches the butcher's uh, son, and he starts to accost him on why, who do you think you are to play with royalty and stuff like that? And he, you know, cuts him on the face and. Um, Arya can't. She take, ain't having it. She can't take it no more. So she just straight up whacks him, um, and then they get into a tough, and the wolf comes out of nowhere and bites. Yep, bites Joffrey. Jo- bites Joffrey, and on then the Arya picks up this, and once he's on the ground, picks up his sword and, and tosses it into the river. Well, she's at first she's holding it at him. Oh yeah, and he's like, please, please, please don't, like please a little don't. bitch. Oh, yeah. she should have ran him through right then. Just yep. <laughs> <laughs> problem solved. Yeah, that would. I mean. Yeah, just I would have just yeah, done him in right there, right there. <laughs> yeah. Do that again one more time. Was that was that what it was? <laughs> Swing. Monster kill. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I would have been. I don't know. It would, yeah, but so after uh, he begs for his life, I yeah. kind of like. Whatever. I, yeah. I hate him. I think he deserves to die. Um, <laughs> so then the whole issue is when they get back to Robert Baratheon. Like what happened? Yeah. And they're trying to figure out how what do we happened handle between them. And he's, as the king, he's trying to figure out how does he deal with this quarrel between the children. Um, so pretty much, uh, what's her name? Cersei? Cersei, yeah. Cersei says that she wants... Um, one of the wolves to die, but Arya was smart and she told her wolf to run into the woods. So now they're going to kill Lady and Lady. Lady is- Sansa. Well, that's the thing, right? So the whole the whole idea is that Joffrey's lying about what happened. Yeah, Arya is trying to tell her, basically say that's not what happened. And you know, Sansa, I didn't, we didn't antagonize her sister. Him. And and Cersei's like, well, let's ask Sansa. And yeah. Sansa's like. She's. I didn't see nothing. She, she doesn't. She's. Yeah. She's taking a neutral stance because you can tell she's really conflicted. She well, it's not a neutral stance. It's it, a neutral stance if she doesn't know anything. Right. I know, but you see my point. Right, she doesn't right. want to incriminate Arya, but at the same time, she doesn't want to expose Joffrey either. I think, right. And so, so she's. she's try, she doesn't know what to do. Right. Right. And I'm just like, how are you? How? What has this guy done for you to where you're gonna like? Throw your family under yeah, the bus. Yeah, you're going to throw your family under the bus? She should get stabbed next. Uh, yeah. So, um, basically, yeah, you're right. So then Robert says that they should kill Lady, which is Sansa's well, wolf. Um he was done with it. He he's, didn't want anything he, to He's happen. like, look. He, he just wanted to be done with it. He's like, this is stupid. These children, mm-hmm. children fight. But Cersei this is, some bullshit. is a manipulative person. And she's and trying she, to force his hand. She yeah. wants, she wants the, she loves her children. That's her main thing. And if anything, I don't know if she loves her children she as does. much as she loves being on top. Well, she does. Anything happens to her kids, she goes into like demon woman mode. That's true. She loves her kids, and so she wants some type of payment. She does not want the Starks to walk away scot free. Somebody and then, has yeah. to pay, and it ends up being Lady Lady, Sansa which is Sansa's wolf. wolf, and it serves her right. Yeah, I guess, but I feel bad for the wolf. Obviously, I do too, um, and. They don't have Peta, <laughs> but and then, and then of course we also see Ned's character again. Yeah, because he's like they at first they order a butcher to be the one to kill the wolf. Yeah, he's like no, he's like no. This She's, wolf is this from wolf, the north, right? She's up in the north. She deserves better than that. I'll do it. Yeah, which is even you know, it's almost his way of like like the first episode. He said even saving even showing his children like look, yep. I'll do the hard stuff. Yep, they were in a bad place. Let's not just let somebody else take do the hard things. Let's yeah. do it yourself. Right. Um, uh, and it, it goes back to his what he said in the first episode. When yeah. He says a man that casts judgment should be the one to swing the sword. Yeah. And he's always he stays willing, true to that. Yeah. He's always willing to step in and do the hard thing. Yep. So that's I mean I think that pretty much rounds out this episode. I thought yep. it was a good one. Like I said, we're we're just starting oh, to see things. No. Build. Um, what are we missing? We see. Uh, um, the Targaryen, Daenerys Targaryen, she starts. You can see her. The, the switch flips a little bit. She she realizes that she has an opportunity. Well, she has power. What? Well, she yeah. So she <laughs> she realizes that she has an opportunity to not just be a a a 
puppet bride or this bargaining chip, she can actually take control of this situation, become the Khaleesi, and rule a horde. Yep. And if she's able to do that, she will gain agency, you know. So, so yeah, we see that. But, like, really this episode is you're more just starting to see the wheels start to turn. Yeah. yeah. See the gears start to get into place. Yeah. And starting to see how things might start to unfold. Well, so. you see her stand stand up to Cal Drogo. Yeah. And just like, no. You know. And look him in the eyes. And, and so. He probably, and he respects that. Yeah. I mean, because you know. he it respects. Because of who he is. He respects strength. Yep. You know. Um, and it, you know, they even talk about why would he marry? Yeah, uh, you know, uh, the handmaiden mentions that. Yeah, and she's like, well, that's not the Darthraki way. And the handmaiden said, if he wanted the Darthraki way, why would he marry you? Right. So yeah, we start to see the development of her character too. So yeah. really, we're starting to just kind of inch forward and yeah. start to see the yeah. characters. And I, I wouldn't say anything spectacular happens this episode, but you can see stuff's going to start coming. You definitely get a lot of the foundation conflicts. Yep. Okay, so that wraps that up, and I guess we're going to go into group news. Group news. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so for group ne- group news, uh, we have an event on Sunday, July 8th. At It's going to be from 6 p.m. to 10 p.m. at Hideaway Saloon. Okay. And pretty much what we're going to do, we're going to watch... Episode th- episode three episode three of Game which is of the Thrones. next one in, in correct in, so you know. that's going to allow uh, us to all come together and watch that and then we're going to do some video games do some drunken Mario Kart do some Super Smash Brothers yeah so normally you're supposed to watch these episodes on your own but um, it'll just, be a great opportunity yeah just to get together to come and, together and yep. watch it yeah. so we might do those occasionally it's not something I don't think we're going to do on a weekly no, basis no it's not going to be a weekly basis uh, definitely prepare to watch it on your own but this is just a yeah, great way for us I just to wanted to clarify that I didn't yeah. want people to be like oh we're getting together every Sunday to watch every <laughs> not, episode and, and, not at all yeah, that's not going to yeah, unfortunately be the case and so um, next in group news we are standing up the club so we're trying to um, we we already have the membership cards they're coming in um, and so we talked about it before on the last podcast yep. but the membership is going to be uh, $30 for it's a year membership uh, the card itself is $30 and then you can get a t-shirt for 20 but if you bundle them together it's 40 so we take $10 off the, the t-shirt okay. um, if you get them together um, and the big thing about the club is it's going to allow us to do bigger and better things. We're already talking to bigger organizations about creating yeah. bigger events. Yeah, that's, you know, it, it's one of those things where um, I don't want, you know, the the immediate thought is going to be oh, we have to spend money. Well, A, you don't have to spend money. So you don't have to. You, you know, if, you, yeah, if we're you having an event at Rec Bar, come right. out. Yeah. Like if we're doing the thing at Hideaway, come out. Right. Like there's no... We're never going to be like, did you? Do where's your membership card? Right, oh, you right, got to right, leave. Right. Well, this is something that allows, like Aaron said, if you want to get the benefits of the discounts, if you right. want to get your free tokens at Rec Bar, if you yeah. want to get your discounts at Mav Cafe, if you want mm-hmm. those sort of perks, if you want the twenty yeah. percent off at Paintball Asylum, if you right. want those kind of discounts, that the partnerships we're developing, so, yeah. you need your card. It's pretty much because right now you only get those perks if you come to a group event. But if you want to get those perks outside of the group yeah, events you with go your family, with your us. friends, if yeah. you want to go without us, then you will need the membership card and they will honor it. Uh, also, another thing is the ability for us to have bigger and better events. Yeah, that's the driver, right? right? That's the real we thing. We want to have bigger and better events because that it is just the goal here the goal here is to put louisville on the map to put a nerd like me on the map as a as a legitimate organization. A legitimate um and serious nerd club yeah we don't you know the facebook group is great and obviously that's where we we all met that's that, where yeah, that's where the community that's where the is majority of our interaction is going to be right, right. Um, but that's something we're trying to change and it's something that you know you know, guys, there's just cost to this stuff for us. Right. You know, it's one thing for Rec Bar to host us. Correct. But really, the, we're not hosting us. We're just, they have some tables. We're just, we, we get some tables. We're in the middle of their operations. And Correct. the big thing that the club allows us to do is to host our own events. Yes. And pretty much with our exclusive events, uh, and I'll talk about it here in a second, with Max Doehouse, uh, we're partnering with them and they have a, a, a decent sized space that they're going to allow us to use to host our own exclusive events. Absolutely. And with those exclusive events, you will see the direct, you know, payback on the, the club membership. You will see how we're creating these bigger and better events right. that we control. And so like things like there's going to be a free pizza bar there. 
You know, right, and that's what I was going to say. Any of these events, guys, what you got to realize is for us to have like a little meet at Rec Bar, yeah, that doesn't cost us anything because they're just, right. like like Aaron said, we're just in their operation. Yeah. But if we want to start doing things on our own and make them exclusive, right. where we're not just in the middle of a restaurant, right? Where we have having our to own, squeeze in between where other we have customers, our own room where we have our catered food, where yes. we, um, you know, potentially even. I mean, I don't want to put anything out there that's like outrageous but like having our own equipment like projectors yes. or video game yeah. systems that, or I, things like that i right. mean this you know these are just possibilities but the bottom line is all those things cost money so correct we can't just you know aaron's not going to finance this out of his own pocket i can't <laughs> um, so this is something for yeah. the for the, yeah. the benefit and of this the group. is a great way for us to grow and it will allow us to launch our outreach program which will reach more people and allow uh more people in the city to get to know us instead yeah. of us just hugging into our our uh facebook group that's great that is where the foundation of our community is but we it's time for us to reach out to um the nerds in the city yeah and bring them in so like for the exclusive events you know if you're not a member it will be like five dollars at the door or whatever because you know we're going to have free pizza there for you yeah, from so max you know, house your membership you know, card though gets you in the door membership card you're in for free free pizza all you have to do is come in and have a good time Yep. And but it's a you, year. You know, and so that's your choice. If you don't want to buy the membership card, but you want to pay $5 yeah, and, to get any events, yeah, that's, that's, that's up to you. That's fine. So I don't want you guys to feel trapped into doing this. Right. We're not saying, hey, A, you can't. We're not saying, A, you can't come to our you events. You can definitely that still are, come. That are free. You can definitely and still it's come. it's cheap. It's only 5 bucks. And those no. will only be the exclusive events. Correct. So if we're still doing our, our Sunday hangouts at Hideaway, right. come hang out. That's not going to cost you anything it, besides whatever you want to drink. Right. Exactly. So same thing. If we're doing something at Rec Bar. It's not going to cost you anything besides the food you want to eat. Correct. And if you want free tokens, you're probably going to have to have your membership card at that point. Correct. But, you know, just I don't want you guys to get the wrong idea that we're like, guess what? Now you can't hang out with us unless you yeah, spend this you can money. definitely still hang out with us. Yeah. This is just going to allow us to host our own events and stand up on our own two feet. Yeah. Um, and then uh, I want to talk about our new partnership with Max Doehouse. Yep. So another thing, going back to the membership card, they have agreed to uh, honor our membership. If you have a membership card and you go to Max Doe House, they will give you 10% off your your total, your total order. Boom. Boom. And you can do that on your own. You don't have to be with the group. It nope. doesn't going have to be Going out to dinner with your family? Going out with your family, going out with your friends, you get 10% off for having that membership card. Yep. Um, and then, oh, they have a... Uh, they have a a mug club or uh, yeah, it's something like a like, beer club. It's basically. like a beer club, and you, you get, get a mu- you get beers. a mug with your with your name on it. And they do exclusive events for people who are in the club. But all uh, membership card holders to the a nerd like me club get um, that ten dollars off, which is awesome. Yeah, you get ten dollars off your membership to that, so that's pretty cool. Um, we also ask that people go check out uh, Max Doehouse uh, Facebook page, like it. Uh, yeah, they got great food. They're fantastic oh, it's partners, really good. and they're doing us a solid by providing us a space that we can operate in um, on our own. Yeah, uh, and so now we are going to you know do, start doing new events, right? Yeah. Right. So I've got one that uh, that I've been working on. Um, so every Monday. Um, not not starting yet. We haven't planned an official Correct. start. Yeah. But every Monday, we're going to do Magic Mondays. And really, it's going to be any card or tabletop game you want to play. Oh, okay. I didn't know where that was going. <laughs> I didn't know where that was going. <laughs> no, but basically, uh, every Monday, we're going to we're gonna have an event at Cardinal Gaming. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're you know there'll be at least me and a couple other people there I'll, I'll, I'll at be minimum. There. Yeah, um, sometimes. Posting, yeah, depending on work schedules. I mean, obviously... Yep. Um, I'll do my best to be there every week since it's my event. Yep. Um, it's something I want to do. I want to. I want to set down a, a time for me to go play these games. Right. Sometimes life gets in the way and I don't get to do it, and I right. enjoy it. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, we're going to set up as you know Mondays from probably six to nine p.m. something like that. Yep. Once Cardinal gets moved, we'll we'll be there, um, hanging out, playing Magic, probably playing Commander. Um, if you guys want to come play d and D, or you guys want to come play Pokemon, or you guys want to come play Warhammer, whatever it is, whatever yep. game you guys want. Pretty to much play. any dueling game you can yeah, think come, of. Come they, hang out. We'll host it. We'll be there. There'll be some people you know. You yep. can come hang out with us. You find some to, new friends. Find some new. Exactly. But it's a, it's a good way. You don't have to feel intimidated if you want to learn how to play these games. We will. We'll teach be there. You. Yep. Um, you know, we'll have some experienced people there. Not, I mean, more experienced than myself. And it's very kid friendly too. So if yeah. you have a yeah, a, Jose, one of yeah. the, one of the regulars at Cardinal. I don't yeah. know if he's in the Facebook group. He can't because he's not eighteen. No, he's but, not eighteen. Um, but Jose. Hey man, he's this, a, he's, he's like ten or twelve. Dead. Man, he's yeah. lighting people up in some magic. Yeah. So, yeah, um, yeah, it's something I'm looking forward to, and and I'll let you guys. You know, obviously, I'll post it up in the group once we get that formally 
started, but it is something that's in the works. And really, we're just kind of waiting on Cardinal to get uh, get, get to the new shop there. and get settled yeah. in. They should in. be in there within the within, this week, is yeah. what they've said. Yeah, this so, week, yeah. Um, so yeah, that's that's all it is. So then, I guess really the only thing left, guys, is we got to let you know how you can um, get a hold of us and a nerd like me media at gmail dot com. Yeah, what was that, Aaron? A nerd like me media at gmail dot com. <laughs> you sound like one of those bad uh, radio commercials. You're doing a good job. <laughs> You're going to get a job offer. Yeah. You're going to get some job offers oh, after this. I, I would, you, want, you want to read ads? I would love to read your ads. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, basically, a nerd like me, media at gmail.com. You can send us any questions, any comments or criticisms. I mean, yeah, guys, again, anything. You know, one of the things we, we get a, a pretty good amount of listens on this thing, yeah. which, A, I appreciate very, very much. Aaron and I have a blast doing this. Yes. Um, we thank you guys for your listening. But listens. we do it for the people. But, yeah, but. Um, you know, we want to hear back from you guys. Yes. What do you guys think? What uh, what can we do better? What can we? Uh, what should we leave out? What yeah. should we do? Do you have do you any have... nerdy questions? Do you have any personal questions? Do you for have us? any nerd news that you want us to talk right. about? Do you want to? Do you have a movie or a TV show? Right. Do you want us to review? Do you have a video game you want us to review? Do you have a character and all or something questions you want us to break down? Anything's valid. Right. All questions will be read on the podcast. Yeah. So we'll read them out. We'll you know we'll probably throw you a shout out or whatever. Let you know. Obviously, if you're participating. Yeah. Um, we're going to appreciate that. So. Oh, speaking of shout-outs, I, yeah. ha- I have to give a shout-out. Uh-oh. Um, we had a contest. Oh, right? we did, yeah. For we the, the, uh, is the, the nerd motto. Like, the Nerd Like Me Club slogan contest. And we had a winner. And the winner is a uh, he's a uh, regular up at Cardinal Gaming. Okay, awesome. Um, and his his slogan, his name is Brian Black. And thank you, Brian. Thank you, Brian. Fantastic. Uh, so his slogan for the club is, "For nerds like us, there's a nerd like me." That's right. That's that's awesome. That's good, right? Yep. That's pretty good. So he won, and uh, uh, he's got a lot of cool things coming his way. But thank you, Brian Black, for the slogan. Thanks for participating. Thanks for being a nerd like you. Yeah. So uh, really, guys, that's all I wanted to say about you know the podcast. Obviously. Um, if you guys have anything you want to let us know, you know, and we post it up there, give us give us some comments there on the, on right. the Facebook. We appreciate if you guys like and um, share those posts in the Facebook page. Send us questions at Send a nerd like questions. me media at gmail.com. <laughs> <laughs> Just another time for good measure. Yeah. Um, and, of course, guys, you can find the podcast, if you're listening to it, on iTunes or wherever else. And uh, just if you're, especially for on iTunes, make sure you guys are rating and reviewing the show. Right. That helps those us out rating. big time. Um, helps us reach more people, and then that brings more people to the Facebook group, um, and, and just basically makes everything better. So helps we, us grow, and yeah. the more we grow, the bigger we are, the better we are. Absolutely. So um, that's pretty much it. This is the a nerd like me podcast for <laughs> a nerd like you. There's a nerd like me. Thanks, guys. Thanks for listening, and we'll catch you next week. <laughs> <laughs>